Wesley on Trust the Wizards podcast. You join us as Kicker of Elves has just chosen a CD at random from one of Chirizo Garbanzo's boxes. Chirizo Garbanzo is about to tell him what he has selected. Okay, so it's actually a double album. This mm-hmm. double, a double CD. Uh, there's a there's a the normal album which has got thirteen tracks, and then there's a bonus disc thing with it, right. which has also yeah. got thirteen tracks on it. Okay. Uh, well, I'll I'll go. And, I'm going to stick with the the main album, uh-huh. and uh, I'm going to go for number nine because we've got Sp- Spain's number nine playing. Yes. Now. Okay. Right. You're going to really like this. Um, oh yeah. Because uh, it's a band you really like. Um, oh. But but I just wanted to tell you why I was saying you want to be careful because up on the top row is a band I think you've said previously on the podcast that you weren't a fan of, the Star Council. The Much Maligned. Uh, the Much Maligned Star Council. So you avoided them. Uh, Good. The right, rightly maligned. Uh, so you avoided them and you went for the bottom row. And you've got Throwing Muses. Oh, nice. Uh, and this album, which is called Red Heaven, and a track called Back Road.
that was Back Road by Throwing Muses mm. on their 1992 album Red Heaven, which comes with a, a second CD, uh, Kristen Hirsch live at Maxwell's Hoboken or Hoboken. Yeah. Or, nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a great song. The drumming on that is phenomenal. It's very I good, think. isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. He's famously, he doesn't doesn't play the cymbals, does he? Doesn't play the, the those things. Is that right? right. Yeah, oh, I don't know. don't know. I didn't really notice, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, generally speaking, there's quite a lot of tom toms on uh, on Fire yeah. News's records, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. But cool. uh, no, it's nice to hear that again. That's a good pick. Well done, me. Well done, you. Yes. Uh, right, next. Um, well, before I go, I'll tell you what we're going to play next, actually. I, I'd just like to, to alert the, the listener to the fact that you are officially an old foot now. Um, oh, yeah. You yeah. you turn turn fifty recently, very recently, which is yes. which, yeah. which is you know proper proper old, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just last week, yeah. And uh, because I'm a generous source, I, I gave you a gift. In fact, I gave you a number of gifts. And we met in person for the first well, time <laughs> in in a very long time, didn't we? We we did. Yeah. I was masked up. You, and, uh, uh, you stood your distance, to be fair. You, yeah. you did, did, did do that. But, we uh, met in the car park of a skate park in Warrington. Because we're kids, like, really. Sounds, yeah. like, we, we, sounds like where you should be handing over illicit substances. And I did hand yeah. over illicit... I, I handed over a, a beer. Do you have that beer with you? Oh, I'm going to get it in a minute. I'll get it later. Ah. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I'll give you a beer in a, in a little beer cosy thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but more importantly, I gave you a, a load of CDs. I've got them over there. Yeah, oh, a big right. box okay. of CDs. Yeah, yes. excellent. Would you like to explain what they're what they're all about? Well, yeah, I will. The um, a few years ago, I, th- I suppose about I don't know eight or nine years ago, maybe now, uh, there was a, an article in the Big Takeover uh, magazine, music magazine from America, uh, featuring Bob Pollard, as they, they do occasionally. I think he's been in it quite a few times. He's been on the front cover a few times as well. Anyway, the, the thing that they had was was uh, a list of records that he transferred to cassette to take on tour with Guided by Voices in 2001. And he, he took 62 cassettes, that's what the article said. And there was a list of these albums, and all the albums are, are taken from the, the period, the sort of late 60s period. So it's, I think between 67 and 70, basically. That's right, yeah. And uh, they're, they're, they're seemingly his favourite records from that period. And being the, the geek that I am, uh, I've spent, since I read that article, I, I, I made sure that I owned all those records. Uh, some of them I already had. Some of them are, are fairly well known. So there's, a, you know, there's Beatles and Stones and The Who and stuff like that. Some of them are a little bit more difficult to get. Um, and uh, fairly recently, I managed to have get them all, bar uh, there's one single which I haven't got, uh, which sells for about 500 quid, which obviously I, I can justify to myself. Uh, to have, but uh, can't particularly justify it to the people who yeah. who own the finances in this house. Um, so uh, that's that's missing. But everything else I've I've got one way or another. There are two tracks that I've got that are very very expensive singles that are on compilation albums and so on. Um, anyway, got the whole lot. About 100, I think 112 records all in. And so I thought it'd be a nice thing to do for you to put them all on CD. Here we go. Uh, can I shake? I'll shake the CD box so the listener can hear. Yes. Yeah, that's how many CDs. Listen, to, feel the girth. I, I think there are 80-something CDs there. There are, uh, yeah. 82, uh, I think, yeah. 
82. So there you go. So you, you're going to have a nice time in, investigating that and see what you think. And a lot of it you'll know, but a lot of it you won't know, and, and hopefully you'll, you'll find it interesting. Anyway, I thought uh, I'd play you a track that I don't think you'll know, which is, uh, on, I think it's on, actually on the last CD, so it'll probably take you about three years to get to it anyway. <laughs> so you've forgotten it by the time you hear it. Um, and it's one of those really obscure singles that I don't actually own as a single, but it is, it is a track that's on this compilation, which is an excellent compilation in itself which is called The Psychedelic Snarl, cool. um, which is uh, uh, yeah, full of fantastic stuff, fan- frankly. Um, and, uh, you know, it's got, the, it's got Wimple Winter we've played, I think, before. Uh, it's un- Unit 4 Plus 2, The Craig, uh, The Misunderstood are on there, The Open Minder we've definitely played before. Uh, loads of fantastic stuff. It's on, it's on past present records, which I don't think is the original... Um, label but anyway it came out in the 80s sometime but the, the song i'm going to play you is 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 brilliant and it's it's by uh, the band who are called uh the hush or sometimes just hush i think the hush and this is the song gray one day i'll die
so you've just said I was going to fight fascism, uh, which is by Soccer 96, which is uh, available on an EP uh, on Soccer 96. Uh, so Soccer and then 96, the number. Uh, the EP is called Tactics. Uh, it's a free, free song EP, uh, as well as that uh, wonderful crowd rocking mm. um, Trump era. Um, it reminds uh, 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 answer to that I was done to do that, and then I got high from a few years <laughs> ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wanted to play that because I've actually heard people, some people uh, that I know, uh, saying things like that when I go off into one about on a, on a political rant. Uh, uh, actually, saying things like that to me, so, um, <laughs> uh, and it does it makes me angry. So. Uh, that's a, a brilliant song. Uh, it is. Uh, there's another song on there called Buy It, which is also on the EP. So uh, I suggest you do buy it. Uh, oh, very good. Soccer 96 is, is, is two of the people who are in The Comet Is Coming, who are a, a band that I've heard a few times on Six Music and always mean mm. to uh, check out. I think you'd like them, Kicker, because they were, they were a bit sort of proggy. Mm. Uh, no, I've heard of Comet is coming, but I'm, I'm not sure that I've heard them. I've heard of them. But yeah, not. and and the the singer is a guy called Alabaster de Plume, who's who's puts out music under his own name, and is an excellent lyricist. Yeah, no, I really yeah. enjoyed that. That was that was great, and it fitted really nicely after the the, the short little burst of psychedelic. It was great, uh, mod rock. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a bit. It was interesting. You should say mod rock because it sounded a bit like the Kinks to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it, I, I just looked them up. Uh, so it was that was the Hush, uh, who were described on uh, Discogs as being a, a band, originally a four-piece band from Birmingham, who moved to London to seek fame, where they added keyboard player Peter Wood, mm. full, full stop, issued one record for Fontana. Right. And uh, and that was the B side of the record that they issued. Uh, you heard there, which is the song "Grey." The this other side is called "Elephant Rider," which is equally good. And um, so I don't know why they only made one record, but they did, and it was a good one. I'm really glad you've brought this uh, jingle to the pod because uh, you failed to do so last time and I, I had a dream. I, I had a dream. Yeah. I, I, I had a, a musician dream and uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, mine, mine involved Robert Pollard and, and oh. I was very excited. I always like to dream about Robert Pollard, as you can imagine, and, and sometimes uh, I remember them and sometimes I don't, but I, I could remember it last time. And, um, yeah... I, I've, I can't really remember it now. The, the only thing I've got is he, he, he was making... I was at his house. Yeah. And he, and he was making me eggs. He Ooh. was... He was he, I'm not... I've got a pretty... He wasn't frying eggs. I think yeah. he was... He was he was either boiling eggs or he was or doing something along those lines. But uh, uh, that's it. That's all I've got. Right. Eggs from Pollard, though. So, you know. The future's in eggs, as, as we say, that, us GBV fans. Yes. Um, did 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 you have you ever seen the inside of his house? I mean, not obviously not in person, yeah. but on in a picture. So in yeah. the dream, was the inside of his house like the actual real inside of his house, or had you well located him elsewhere? Question. It's a very good question that. And uh, the, uh, the obviously the dream was in his kitchen because he was he was cooking eggs. Yeah. Um, the only room that I've seen pictures of uh, are of his record collection, which is amazing. But not in his, his kitchen. 
It's not in his kitchen now, no. and uh, it's just a wall, literally a wall of, of of LPs that he's got ladders. He uses ladders to, to put the the records into the top shelves cool. and stuff. It's excellent, yeah. But uh, no eggs. So the kitchen, with the the layout and the design of the kitchen, was it based on a on another kitchen that you've seen, or, or could you not place it? He had he's had he had his back to me, mm-hmm. um, so there was he was definitely had a stove. Uh, of right. some description, but I wouldn't wouldn't couldn't tell you if it was a real kitchen or a, a figment of my imagination. But the the eggs uh, the eggs were okay as far as I remember. The eggs were good. Okay. Poached cool. poached. I think I'm going poached. I think he went poached. Yeah. And I like a poached egg. Cool. Well, yeah. I I've also we, we we haven't had any correspondence about musician dreams from anyone else. No, uh, I think people have, have have thought it was a bit shit, haven't they? Well, I had a a musician dream. Oh, did you? uh, Which was a bit odd, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. So, in the dream, uh, Mrs. Garbanzo and her mate, uh, who in real life is her mate and in real life plays the bass, and they were auditioning for a band. They wanted to start a band. And and they got me involved in this. And we, we held these auditions somewhere. And surprisingly, bloody loads of people turned up. <laughs> but most of the people there, for some reason, were all much, much younger than us. Like, you know, teenagers and early 20s people, actual young people. That, wow. and, and there were lots of them, and they were all dressed in black, and they all seemed to be <laughs> from sort of Central America or South America mm. kind of people. Mm. And anyway, further sort of questioning to them uh, revealed that they, all of them, and there was literally 20 or 30 of them, they all were apparently knew each other because they were all former members of a band called who were called the turds <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know what kind of band they were but but like i say they were they were all dressed in black and lots of piercings and tattoos and that kind of stuff so yeah. they looked like they were probably not the kind of like band. you then really they were not really the kind of band that members that we were necessarily looking for anyway yeah. i suggested to them well hang on a minute if you were all in a band called the turds and here you all are at this audition wanting to join a band here's an idea <laughs> Why don't you just reform the turds? All right. Reform turd. Nothing like reform turd, (laughs) is there? At which point they all looked at me as if to say, well, no, that uh, that thought had literally never occurred to any of them before, (laughs) but is a brilliant idea. So then they all left uh, with that idea. And and, and the the few people that were left, bearing in mind, like I say, my wife's friend is a bass player. So the few people were left. There seemed to be lots of people who all wanted to play bass. So I was getting fed up of this and I went and sat on a bench at the side of this kind of village hall type place where these auditions were taking place. And I sat and then I looked to my right and there's a guy sitting there, really cool looking dude with sort of a long fringe dyed sort of light pink. And I realised that that is um, Steve Lamack, St- not Steve Lamack, Steve Mack from uh, That Petrol Emotion. Yeah. Form, former singer of That Petrol Emotion. Brilliant front man. And... Uh, so I started saying to him, well, we, you know, we need a front man. We, that's what we're looking for. You know, you could be that. And he, and he was going, no, 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 I, I, I just want to play bass. <laughs> for the so, turds? No, for our band. He wanted to oh. play... No, the turds had left by this point. Oh, the turds had yeah, gone, but, OK. But, the turds have been flushed. Yes, I don't know what that says, but, you know, about, uh, you know... It's a bit like that Alanis Morissette um, lyric, isn't it? About... Is it? Uh, <laughs> Is it? What, 10,000 bass players when all you need is a, is a front man. This is the, this is the, the, the wizard's cost pass. 
So it's time for me to choose uh, a record from oh, your yeah. shelves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like uh, mm. the, the I would like to choose number eleven, please. Okay. Uh, uh, and um, let's go with. Can I have the record number fourteen? Record number fourteen from shelf, shelf number eleven. Number okay, 11. I'm gonna have to, take, have to take my headphones off. Hang on a second. Okay. Uh, reason why I've chosen that, uh, listener, is uh, number 11 and number 14 are squad numbers of two players that I'm very much hoping won't be sold before, uh, uh, so that QPR can keep them. Uh, uh, so 11 is bright to say Samuel and 14 is Ryan Manning. Oh, the kicker is very excited. He's holding up a divider that says Guided by Voices. I've chosen the guided by voice, another Guided by Voices shelf. So... Uh, Number 14, record on there. Uh, that's 14 for Ryan Manning. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is an excellent choice. Yeah, you've done very well here. Have I got one of your 50, 50 different versions of uh, isolation drills? <laughs> well, you'll then have to wait and see, won't you? I can tell you that you've, you've chosen um, a triple album. Oh, blimey. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to narrow it down to one of the three discs? And I'll tell you uh, how let's many songs. Go disc number one. Number one, okay. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, six, seventeen tracks on disc number one. Right, let's go with uh, number seventeen. Ah, well, I'm really impressed by your choice here. So, yeah. what you've chosen is you've chosen uh, Guided by Voices. Uh, this is B-1000, the director's cut. Wow. Yeah. And and the reason there's a, there's a triple album of, of this is that there were lots of different iterations of, of B-1000 before they finally decided on the track listing and, and the album that it is. Yeah. Um, so these, these are the all the songs that were... Uh, considered at various times for for B thousand. Yeah, and actually, actually, you've chosen one that is on B thousand. Oh, and it's it's one of my favourites. Well, this is your, my... it is your favourite album of all time, right? B thousand. Yeah. You've actually it picked is. your favourite album of all time. You have, and you've picked. I would say top three, top four Ooh. songs. So anyway, we, we you're lucky enough now to hear Peephole. From B thousand, yes.
You've just heard Hully Gully Rock by The Mighty Two, which is from this CD right here. It's called Trojan Presents Dub. 40 mm. deep and heavy hits came out oh, on, nice. on Trojan in 2011. Uh, can you, the, the, interestingly enough, there's about 20 people mentioned in the thank yous here. <laughs> One of for them... That, for that song? No, for just, the just for, the, for the album and for the sleeve notes and the design and everything. Oh. Uh, and one of them is, uh, curiously, is former England cricket captain Mike Atherton. <laughs> uh, I was not aware that he was such a big uh, big name on the dub scene. Well, are we sure it's that one? Well, I mean, to... why wouldn't it be? Well, be yeah, I mean, that seems a bit too much of a coincidence that there'd be two people <laughs> called Mike Atherton. Can you guess what it is about? I mean, there's there's uh, 40 songs on, these, on this double CD. All right. So... Uh, what is it about that particular song that I that made me that makes me particularly love that one? Do you think it's an excellent compilation of which I could choose yeah. many songs? But does anything strike you about what that particular song? Did it mention QPR? Did I miss that bit? No, no, no. It was the spaghetti western. Uh, oh, sound of course, at the beginning, the guns the start, and all that. You see, yes. you know, I'm all about that. I'm yes, all over yes, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. Oh well. Anyway, very, very nice. Well, we, we've only got one more song to play. Um, yeah. So I'll, t- so I'll tell you what it is, and okay, then just then just we'll... before you do, can I just tell oh, yes. the listener about the beer that you bought me for my birthday? Because I think oh, you should yes. give them a plug. Yes. Uh, so this is a special beer that was brewed by uh, the North Brewing Company in Leeds mm. uh, to celebrate their the, the the Leeds United promotion. Correct. And it's and it... it's good California Pale Ale, and I'm drinking it now. It's absolutely delicious. So thank Excellent. you very much. Cheers, Kicker, for buying me this for my birthday and those wonderful CDs. Happy birthday. And, uh, yeah, it's actually, it was produced in collaboration with The Square Ball, which is a Leeds United fanzine, and uh, you, you're going to put a picture of it, I think, on our Twitter feed, but it's it's a go- glorious yellow and blue concoction it's, on the It's outside. a lovely-looking can, and it's a very tasty-looking mm. beer, so try out some beers from the North Brewing Company if you're into that kind of thing. Excellent. Thank you. Anyway, um, I'll say goodbye, and then you can oh. introduce the, uh, the last song, right? Oh, all right. Well, goodbye then. Goodbye. Uh, I'm just going to say goodbye to my beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if I tell you that the, the last song uh, is from a band founded in Dunedin, New Zealand, are you going to be able to guess what record label they're on? Flying Nun? You, you see, you know, you know your stuff, don't you? Yeah. No, you're wrong. Their first album no. was out on Flying Nun, uh, and indeed their fourth album was out on Flying Nun, but this, this was out on Slash, uh, and also on London Records, actually. This is, of course, I'm talking about The Chills. Ah. Uh, who formed it back in, in 1980 um, and uh, this is from their 1990 album Submarine Bells which I think is probably my favourite of theirs I don't know that's very controversial um, and it's got heavily pop hit on it and uh, all sorts of fantastic songs and I, I thought I'd play you one because it's just been um, reissued and uh, you can get it with a, um, a nice bag of with a picture of New Zealand on it, which which I thought I, I would have to do because I've, I've lost my original copy of this. So this is actually from a, um, a repress, but it's, I think it's exactly the same. Um, and I'm going to play you probably my second favourite song on the album after the Heavenly Pop Hit, and that is and it's good it's good advice really, and I, and I think it's it explains why we don't record every week. Um, so it's uh, before I I tell you what it's called I should say goodbye also so goodbye listener thank you very much for putting up with my shit Um, and goodbye to Gabanzo Uh, and this is familiarity breeds contempt (laughs) (laughs) don't you (laughs) repeat (laughs) a (laughs) beat 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 (
Limited themselves to a new but like the speaker better build up, tear down Chris Gang and 